All right, hello, hello, what's going on? Welcome back to the podcast. The 21st episode. All right, I gotta be honest with you. It was like Friday afternoon and I was looking at this. So what I do every week when I set up for the podcast, I I have a Google document set up. It's split up into news, games I've been playing, other, and then, you know, is anything coming and whatever. And I, I usually fill that out over the course of the week just as I see things come up. And that's how I sort of keep track of what's going on. Very simple. I was looking at this Friday afternoon and there was nothing on here. <laughs> and I was like, Jesus Christ, am I just going to do a full football podcast? But nope. We uh, The week came in hot the last couple days. We got a few things to touch on. So we'll go through. This will probably be kind of short. The McGregor fight's actually going to start up. Uh, relatively shortly, I think. So, we'll knock this out. I'll go watch McGregor uh, knock a guy out in probably like 30 seconds, and then that'll be it. So, anyway, first topic. Uh, There was news that came out about a canceled Bioware game. It was a Jade Empire successor. It was called Revolver. Um... I don't know, I guess if Jade Empire means anything to you, then you kind of have an idea. I never played Jade Empire. I have no idea what it is. But that was a game Bioware was apparently working on a long time ago. Like, this was canceled in 2008. So, there you go. (laughs) That that was about it. Um, So, I was actually going to talk about Cyberpunk's first big patch... And, you know, where the hell it was, because they said it was going to come out in January, and we had heard nothing about it, and then they randomly dropped it on Friday. So the first the first big patch for Cyberpunk, this is patch 1.1, came out, and they basically said this is setting the groundwork for future patches. Uh, this was always, obviously... <sighs> Maybe not obviously, right? Like, I I sort of expected some quality of life or gameplay changes in here, and there is none of it. This entire patch is strictly bug fixes, um, you know, stability, performance fixes. And, I mean, it's it's a pretty long list of things that were fixed. You know, some things specific to different consoles or platforms, specific to different stuff in the game like there's just general performance stuff uh bug fixes on quests oh what else we have here there's a couple ui fixes a couple visual fixes so it's all just bug fixes and we'll see where they go from here obviously they have a lot to fix before they can add to the game so i i guess that explains why there's no like real gameplay changes but I do think there there are probably some things they should probably try to get in there. But in the meantime, good start. First patch, get the ball go- rolling a little bit. Uh, next month, I bet you I bet you see a few gameplay changes in there. But it'll probably mostly be bugs and performance again. So CDPR is doing their thing there. And then then we get to xbox (laughs) 
I don't know what the hell they were doing yesterday. If you didn't see this, because this this went very brief. So Friday morning, Xbox announced uh, some changes to Xbox Live Gold pricing. Obviously, Xbox Live Gold is the subscription that you need to play Xbox Live. And they jumped the price 100%. (laughs) So Xbox Live Forever has been $60 for a year. And yesterday morning, they decided to come out and announce that it was now going to be $60 for six months. So it was $120 a year. And on Xbox, it's the only platform where if you're playing a free-to-play game, you can't play it unless you have Xbox Live. Right, if you want to play Fortnite on PlayStation or Nintendo or on the Switch or whatever, you don't need the online subscription to play Fortnite. It, it's a free game. But on Xbox, you needed Xbox Live in order to play it. So obviously that was going to be a huge problem with Halo Infinite. If they're really going to push this free to play angle on Halo Infinite. You know, saying, hey, you got to pay $120 a year for Xbox Live Gold kind of kills the fact that it's free to play. And obviously, this was rightfully eviscerated the second it got announced. People were all over it. And what, 14 hours later, I want to say it was close to around midnight last, um, last night that Xbox put out an update and said, hey, we're not going to do this. Uh, this was a bad idea. And they they canceled it, immediately said they weren't going to do it, and then said they are going to make free-to-play games playable without Xbox Live. So you'll no longer need Xbox Live to play a game like Fortnite. Uh, makes perfect sense. W- what I find fascinating here is a couple of things. They They doubled back on this real freaking fast. Like you, were you surprised that people didn't take to it? Like, what the hell was that? Like, of course, you jumped the price a hundred percent. Of course, people were gonna freak out, and it it felt intentionally poorly priced for the obvious reason of trying to force people over to Game Pass because Game Pass for a year would cost you a little more, but the value was infinitely higher. And Xbox Live is bundled into Game Pass, so. That's sort of what it felt like, but I, it's tough to tell when they doubled back as as fast and hard as they did. And I guess, I think it was Jason Grubb who tweeted it out last night that he had heard, I mean, obviously people online freaking out played a role in it, but he had heard that it was actually internal people over at Xbox at the different studios who were really the ones that pushed it for that same reason on Halo Infinite. Like, you can't push Halo Infinite as a free-to-play game and then be like, oh, by the way, you need to pay $120 a year in order to play it. Like, that just doesn't work. So, this is a stupid change. Uh, It's resulting in a good thing for Xbox by making free-to-play games actually free-to-play. But the original change was dumb. So there you go. Uh, Net positive for Xbox players. And then another another strange one, uh, Activision 
merged vicarious vision visions into Blizzard now. And this this feels like it was a bit of a sloppy situation. So Vicarious Visions developed a, develops a ton of games. If you go through like their Wikipedia page, they do a ton of stuff. Uh, obviously, most recently, you know, they were doing the Skylanders series. Uh, they did a lot of Guitar Hero, and in the last couple of years. They supported Destiny 2. Uh, they made the Crash Bandicoot Insane trilogy. And then this year they released, or this past year, they released Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, the uh, the remake. Or was it a remake or a remaster? I think it was a remake. Anyway, point doesn't matter. Um, so the, this, is, this is a developer who's been trending in a good direction. And I guess... They were, so I'm going to go through Jason Schreier's uh, little Twitter thread here. They had been working on a remake of Diablo 2. So that that's what they were working on behind the scenes. And I guess um, the team, it, it, Jason describes it as Blizzard's classic team, who was Team 1. Uh, they were dismantled last fall, uh, I guess because, so they were responsible for StarCraft 2, Heroes of the Storm, StarCraft Remastered, and WarCraft 3 Reforged, and, uh, I guess that was a disaster. I gotta be honest, I'm not familiar with any of these games, so I guess WarCraft 3 Reforged was a disaster or whatever, and it fell apart, and... Because that team got dismantled, that hold on, I'm I'm super confused. I read this last night and I read it again, and now I'm reading it again, and I'm still confused. So, oh, okay. So, the Diablo two remake was pulled from this team, given to Team Three. which was working on Diablo 4 and is now working with Vicarious Visions. I I just gave myself a popsicle headache trying to read this again. You know, I'm just never mind. Just for, just forget it. My head's a popsicle headache. Uh Vicarious Visions got merged into Blizzard. It sucks because they were a good studio. And they were trending in a really good direction. And they were making some good games. And they just got absorbed into Blizzard. Because there was a bunch of mismanagement with other games. Which sucks. That a good studio gets ripped apart like that. As a reward for doing a good job. Because everyone else was... Everything else was mismanaged because of deadlines and whatever. Um... That sucks. That's that's all I really have to say about that. Oh, uh, what else? That's that's it. That's all I have for news. Uh, I have been playing. So we'll do this because I want to talk some football too. I have been playing uh, Sackboy: A Big Adventure. I just bought that last night. I played through like the first world yesterday, and um, I mean it's not bad. Uh, 
really, I'm just looking for games to play and do right now because I don't feel like I got a whole lot. Speaking of which, my Star Wars Light of the Jedi book is still sitting right next to me. I haven't touched it. Sorry. I say every week that I'm going to read more of it, and I haven't got to it. But anyway, Sackboy A Big Adventure. I've never played little big any of the little big planet games, so I don't know how this compares, but I mean, I'm having a good time with it. It's a fun little platformer. Uh, I feel like, I don't know how long it's going to be. Maybe maybe $60 is a little pricey for it, but on the whole, it's a uh, solid, fun, enjoyable game. I'm having a good time with it. Soaking up some time. There's not a whole lot to play right now, so super cool. Alright, um, what do we want to do? You know what, let's just power through some of the nerd stuff. We'll take a break, come back, talk a little about football, and then we'll call it a podcast there. Uh, the Uncharted movie got delayed from July of this year to February 22, 2022. Um, I don't remember what I... It, honestly, it might have been this movie that I said it about on an episode however long ago. I don't remember. I, I don't want to hear about this movie anymore. Just don't tell me about the Uncharted movie. Don't show me anything about it. Don't talk to me about it. Don't say anything about it. Nothing. I don't want to hear about this movie. Until this movie actually comes out, I am just going to assume that it, it doesn't exist and it's never going to happen. Because this is this is dumb. So, I don't want to hear about it anymore. Don't show me anything. Don't tell me about it. Nothing. When it comes out, let me know. And then... Um, and then it'll probably be mediocre anyway because video game movies are. And that's that. Uh, episode 3 of WandaVision came out this week. That I feel like that show is about to turn a corner and like crank it up real hard. But it's I feel like it's getting a little better. Uh, you know, when, when this episode ended last week, when the... When those first two episodes ended, I sat back in my seat and I was like, what the hell did I watch? This is bizarre. Like, it's just a weird show. This week, when I watched the third episode, you know, the episode ended and I was kind of annoyed because the episode's super short. Like, I I found myself wanting to know more because there's obviously some stuff going on in the background and and I just, I, I want to know. I want to see more. So I'm... I'm looking forward to seeing more. It's it's not bad. Like I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and tell you it's amazing. Uh, if you like the MCU, it's worth watching, and I'm sure it's gonna set up a bunch of really important stuff. It's not bad. It's I mean it's it's good. It's fine. It's it's interesting, uh, and I, and I find the sort of mystery of what actually is going on to be super cool. Like that, I'm really invested in. So. We'll keep going with WandaVision. We'll see how it goes. And uh, we're going to take a break. So if if you just want to listen to the nerd stuff, we're done with that. Short little 15-minute short sweet to the beat. Uh, nerd stuff is done. I'm going to take a little break here for a couple minutes. Then I'm going to come back, talk about football. Championship Sunday is tomorrow. And uh, we'll talk about the games a little bit. And then I'll call it a day. All right, we're back. So Championship Sunday. Um, 
I think I think we got a good Sunday lined up here. Uh, I guess we'll start on the AFC side. Uh, so Bills Chiefs. Uh, I'm not surprised that Mahomes is back. Right. I mean, there's no shot Mahomes is going to miss this game. I'm actually honestly surprised that Mahomes didn't come back into the game last week. You know, and I'll, I'll get to Brady in a minute, but I can tell you, Tom Brady would have never, never been allowed. Never allowed anyone to pull him out of that game. No shot. Um, so I was a little surprised he didn't come back, but it says a lot that the Chiefs were able to put Chad Henney in and still win the game, right? Speaks to the coaching and the systems and all that. So it was impressive for the Chiefs, especially the way Andy Reid coached the end of that game. Like, I'm, I'm watching it, and it's like, dude, you, you get Chad Henney out there, not Patrick Mahomes. What the hell are you doing? And, you know, Heads off to Andy Reid. It it worked out. Uh, I did not like the way he was managing the end of the game, but it worked for him. So, got to tip your cap. Um, so, this week's interesting. Games in Kansas City. Uh, I think Buffalo has a very good chance at knocking that team off. Uh, if, if Josh Allen's playing well, then, you know, that, that game, game could turn out, turn into a shootout. Uh, my my question with Allen still just like are you are you gonna play like a jackass or not? Like I I still don't know. Like he's he's had a great year. He's good. He doesn't suck. Uh, I've elevated him from suck to good. You know I I don't know how he's gonna turn out. You know next year, five years from now, whatever. But this year he's having a great year. He's been good. Let's let's see what he's got. Um. Be careful with that Bills team too. That that Bills team to me feels like they could be the next one that's ripe to just get into the Super Bowl, get their face kicked in, and you never hear from them again. Right? I mean, there's there's just so many teams that get there, they lose, and you never hear from them again. You know, just I mean, the 49ers last year, I feel like they're on the verge of it. Uh the Falcons a few years ago, right, like the Panthers. Right, you get these teams that they pop up, they pop, they have a great year, they get to the Super Bowl, they lose. Everyone's like, "Man, keep an eye out for that team. They're young and up and coming. They're gonna be here next year." And then you never hear from them again. So, like, I feel like the Bills are primed to be in that spot. And I just, I don't know what it is about those young teams. They're just they're susceptible to it. And not that the Bills are totally young, but anyway, uh. So I got the Bills this week. Uh, I just, I think that Bills team's really good. And, I mean, obviously the Chiefs are really good. But I just, I don't know. I've I've had the Bills the whole way. There's just, I don't know, team of destiny maybe. Things are just going their way. Everything's working out for them. I just, I think the Bills are going to get there. So I think the, I think the Bills are going to win the first game. The second game, the second game is going to be fun. <laughs> Brady and Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau Field in the NFC Championship game. Ooh, that's good. That's good eating. Unfortunately, it doesn't sound like it's going to snow, which stinks. Uh, if it was going to snow in that game, it was going to be fantastic. Football porn. Um, so, I, I have been very vocal 
about my my frustrations with Tom Brady, the way he handled things the last couple of years in New England, and I feel like I've been largely right about all of it. And it just sort of aggravated me, right? Didn't feel like he was putting in all the effort, wasn't showing up to put in the work in the off season, was just being a dink and a tool bag and a diva. And I just, I had enough of it and I didn't like the way he handled it. And he went down to Tampa, just this loser, bum football team. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, you're going to act like a jackass the last couple of years here and then you're going to go down to Tampa, right? You forced the the future quarterback out. Then you ask for a trade a couple months later. You don't put in the work the next couple years after after they got rid of the guy who was going to replace you. Like, what, what are you doing? Why are you acting like such a jackass? And, and that just annoyed me. So, yes, I've been I've been rooting against Tampa all year. I've been waiting for that thing to blow up in his face. I was Team Bill on that. Blah, blah, blah. And then we got to the fourth quarter of the divisional round last week. And I wanted him to win. <laughs> I, I just, I can't, I can't help it. I, I see Tom Brady in that spot, right? Tight playoff game, fourth quarter. I want, I want him to win. I love watching him in that spot. That To me, the, there's no quarterback to this point that I've ever watched that's more entertaining than that. Right, you can have your quarterbacks that all run around and make all these big plays with their with their legs, and they got these flashy plays and highlight real plays. Get there's there's just there's something about watching Tom Brady just stand in the pocket, read the defense, and just completely pick it apart. That I just I love his movement in the pocket. Everything about the way Tom Brady plays is how I want my quarterback to play. Sure, I I would like my quarterback to be able to move around a little bit, scramble if he has to, make a play with his legs. Like, that's fine. Like, I definitely want that. And in the modern game, that's important. But I don't don't necessarily look at these guys who just run around and say, well, well, he's he's a master of the quarterback position. Right, a lot of these guys are just hyper athletic and they're just really good quarterbacks. Tom Brady is a master of the quarterback position. And, and I'm just I have a hard time wrapping my head around the around the possibility of seeing someone better at it cuz I just I can't he he's just him Brady's work in the pocket is art. Right? Edge rushers are non-factors for him. He just he knows how to move around them. That's why you never hear from the edge rushers when he plays. He's always picking on stuff. Like it's just it's fantastic. I, I love watching the guy play. The guy just bleeds winner. He's just wins at an absurdly high rate. Right? He's now been to like 74% or the championship game in like 74% of the seasons he's ever played. The, the the guy's just awesome. He's impeccable. He's just so fucking good. Um, and obviously, the realization I've come to the last couple of weeks is that the quarterback is much more important than I... And I mean, I've always felt that the quarterback was important, right? Most important position in sports. But I thought coaching could match a lot of it. And clearly, that that just hasn't happened. I was wrong. Um, 
I mean, Bill didn't make the playoffs with a bum quarterback. Tom Brady went to a bum organization and went to the NFC Championship game. Fine, I was wrong. Um, I still think the Patriots were right to move on from him. I just, I don't know, maybe have a plan if you're going to let the greatest quarterback in the history of the league walk out the door. But that's a side topic. I'm not going to do that today. Um, so, no, I just, I love watching Tom Brady play in those situations. And, and now you're looking at, I mean, think of this. You could see 43-year-old Tom Brady win a Super Bowl by beating Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, and Patrick Mahomes. And he beat the first two on the road. Like, oh, that's that's good. <laughs> that's good. Uh, tough to argue against that one. But uh, no, I think I think this is going to be a good game. Uh, I'm picking the Bucks, and it's entirely because of Tom Brady, right? Like, I mean, I've watched Tom Brady's entire career. You watch a playoff game with Tom Brady, or really any game. I, I feel very confident that no matter what. He is going to have the ball in his hands with a chance to win the game in the fourth quarter. Right? He's he's going to have the ball with a chance to win. And and the question comes down when you get to that point, can you beat him? And and that's really that's really it. And there aren't a whole lot of people that have beat him. Um. So I th- this is going to be at most a one score game in the fourth quarter. Right, I think this is going to be a last possession wins type of game. Um, I think the Bucks defense has a has a better defense than Green Bay. You know, the, it's just something with that Green Bay team. I just I'm not totally sold on, and, and I just I can't get over the history and the way that team has performed. I just I don't think they're going to get blown out. Well, I would be surprised if that happened. But I just there's something there that I just don't trust, and part of it's Aaron Rodgers. And I I could go into there's just something about the way Aaron Rodgers approaches the game, and a, just approaches things that I think trickles down to that team. And and I just there's something about it I just don't trust. Um, so I'm I'm picking the Bucks, but I think it's going to be good. I I could see both teams getting into the 30s. I think there's going to be a lot of offense. But we'll see. I, I think it's going to be a really good game. That Packers team, you know, to this point, the, I think has been the best team in the league this year, right? They're, they're the most complete team. They have the best offense in the league. Their defense is good. Their special team sucks. Uh, keep an eye out. Their special teams is wretched. So just keep an eye out on that going into the game. But we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, I got the Bucks and Bills and... I gotta be honest. <laughs> if if you haven't paid attention to the AFC East, Tom Brady has kicked the shit out of the Buffalo Bills his entire career. He's got something stupid like a twenty six and three record against them or something, and one of the three losses was a week seventeen game where he got pulled at halftime and didn't play the second half because the game didn't matter going into the postseason. Like he owns that team and the idea that the bills you know he leaves the afc east the bills finally can beat the patriots because they sucked 
and they win the AFC East, they go through the playoffs, that fan base is all riled up, they're all excited that the Bills are good again, they get to the Super Bowl, and then the boogeyman is standing there waiting for them. (laughs) And they have to go into Tom Brady's building to beat him in the Super Bowl. Oh, that's just comical. That you go through all that, you finally get up there, and he's standing there waiting for you. Which which is good on both sides, right? Because it's funny, because... (laughs) The boogeyman, is he going to beat him again and just continue dominating that franchise? Or are they finally going to beat the guy who's plagued them for 20 years and given them nightmares to win it all? Like, that's good. It's a good storyline if you're an AFC East fan. Nationally, I don't know that people will really care all that much. Uh, Most people will obviously root for Buffalo or Brady, but that's it. So Championship Sunday... I, I think we're in store for a good one. I think both of these games are going to be really good. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I think any combination between these four teams is going to make for a good Super Bowl. So we'll see what happens. Um, next week, we'll we'll talk about the games. And then I guess the week after that, we'll preview the Super Bowl a little bit. And we'll do some of that. So that's going to be it. We're going to call this podcast like half an hour today because there's really not a whole lot going on. Uh, maybe I'll get to Star Wars Light of the Jedi this, this week. Read some more of that. Uh, I'll play some more Sackboy. Just playing a little Bloons Tower Defense. I'm just I'm just looking for stuff to do. There's not a whole lot going around right now. I'm barely managing to get articles done because there's just nothing going on. Dreadful. This is this is rough. Uh, what do we got going on for games this week? Probably nothing. Atelier Rise of Two, Lost Legends and the Secret Fairy, Cyber Shadow, Disgaea Six, Disgaea Six, Disgaea Six. I don't know. Defiance of Destiny, Galgun Returns, March in Forest, Mayin and the Forest Gift, The Medium, Olesia, Sword of the Necromancer, the Yakuza Remaster Collection. I'm actually thinking about maybe playing a Yakuza game. I've never played one before. Uh Bonkies, Buddy Mission Bond, Gods Will Fall, The Pedestrian, ReZero, Starting Life in Another World, The Prophecy of the Throne. Just a bunch of junk. Like, why am I even reading this list? But whatever. Anyway, that's going to be it for me. Thanks for hanging out. As always, I appreciate the company. You can find me at Sixture on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and YouTube. Keep Keep an eye out for articles. We'll be back next week. Return of the Jedi is on behind me. I missed the entire duel between Luke and Vader, but Luke just said one of my favorite lines in Star Wars, so that was cool. Um, That's going to be it for me. Ooh, and I got a glass cabinet to uh, display my statues. I got Ahsoka's lightsaber, lightsabers, and a clone clone trooper helmet coming in the next couple days that are going to go in there. It's going to look fucking sweet. I'll post a picture of that on Instagram. Anyway, thanks for hanging out. Uh, I'll be back next week. Bye.